Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. I'm going to do something slightly different today. I've been thinking about it for a few days and um, as this video progresses, I will see whether I will read out the prophecy that has been pressing on my heart for the last two or three days or if I will simply title this video housekeeping and then proceed to read the prophecy in another video. Um, I'd like to welcome all new subscribers and old subscribers. You're very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top to see if you can increase the quality to 720p or, or 1080p or look along the bottom row until you see a little cog icon. Click that. Click the word quality and then upgrade the quality of the video to 720 or 1080p so that you have a good clear picture to work with. I feel that today, before I carry on, I'd like to I'd like to do something different, like I said, and just make a few things clear. Uh, certain things absolutely have to be addressed. I did it once before. And I was really hoping that that would be the only time I would have to do it. But it seems that now that um, the channel is growing slightly, certain things might just need to be made clear so that you can have um, the best possible use of this blog and of this channel. This is an end times prophecy channel. The blog is an end times prophecy blog. You can check the URL below and you will find out all the information about the ministry. Giving information is there. The blog's URL is there. And I also take the time to put a short synopsis of every video so that you have a better understanding of what I will be speaking about. However, what I've noticed and certain things that I just feel led to comment on is one of them is this. Brothers and sisters, we're in a peculiar time in history. And please understand that just as you have never been here before, I've never been here before. The Lord spoke to me to start this work in 2019. And I've been doing it faithfully in written form, writing out the prophetic words that I've been receiving from the Lord since 2012. 2012 is not when the Lord started speaking to me prophetically. 2012 is just the time that the Lord expanded greatly the purview of information, items, and future happenings that he started to talk about. The primary thing that the Lord speaks to me about and has always spoken to me about is about the nation of the United States. That is the primary type of prophecy that I get. However, I also receive prophecies that lead up to, as far as I'm able to determine, right up to the end of things. I'm not claiming that I have seen to the absolute end of things. And there's no need for me to claim that because brothers and sisters, we have this word. And that's one of the particular things that I'm going to be speaking about in this video. I think I will make this a housekeeping video and then make the prophecy separate so that the video is not cumbersome or too long. Brothers and sisters, understand the use of prophecy. In this nation, there is what I personally feel is an unholy fascination with prophecy. Prophecy has risen to the point where it outweighs, supersedes, and overshadows everything else. It outweighs, supersedes, and overshadows the need to actually read the Bible, to study, and to show yourself approved. People have 
handed over the responsibility for digging into this word, for greatly studying it, for writing it upon the tables of their heart and handed it over to men and women that they regard. What do I mean by regard? These are people that you perhaps know, they've been recommended to you by YouTube, or you've been following them for years. Perhaps you know them, you're familiar with their ministry. Whatever it is, prophecy has grown like a colossus in the nation of the United States to where it actually is used as a substitute for things that the Lord Jesus Christ tells us never to neglect. We're told to never neglect gazing into this word. In Joshua, in the first chapter, God says that you must meditate in this word day and night. You must chew on it and allow it to enter your system. You must ruminate on it with your mind at all times. In the old days, he had them actually write little scriptures out and wear them as frontlets before their eyes. This is a very graphic way of God saying, let my word constantly be in your forefront by this word you shall be led by this word, you shall be fed. And brothers and sisters, because of the particular commission upon my life, I'm here to also let you know, it is by this word that you will be saved. You cannot substitute the prophetic word for this word. If you do that, you will stumble and most likely be harmed or destroyed. Why am I saying this? You cannot expect people on the internet to take responsibility for your growth and maturity in the word of God. If you do not take time from your day to begin studying end times eschatology, end times events, if you have not gone to a church that has encouraged you to read the Bible for yourself and your pastor's understanding and interpretations are all you have, to understand the times that we have already entered into, to, into, you will have a difficult time in the end times. It is no wonder that so many people cling to channels. They cling to voices. Why is this? Because they are hoping that these men and these women are genuine. Brothers and sisters, what will you do when the men and women turn out to be charlatans? What will you do when they cause the engine of your heart to greatly run by telling you things that they basically came up with as they were drinking diet sodas, but have brought them forth to you as truth? And then time, because this is what God does, all prophecy will be tested and proven by time. What will you do when time comes, for time regards no man, and begins to crush and greatly press those words that you have trusted in, and then it turns out that they were false? Will you not be destroyed in your inner man? Will you not be greatly disappointed? Will you not be left ashamed, first in your community, in your own private life, and also before the Lord? Very recently, Events in this nation proved to be just that. And during all that time, I said nothing. I've said on this channel that unfortunately, for better or worse, there is too much for me to do in my daily life. I'm not able to read all the comments. I'm not able to respond to all the comments. I set my spam filters. And as long as people don't put profanity on this channel, which I feel is absolutely unacceptable, I'm not able to respond and read everything. When I can, I come and I try to respond. But brothers and sisters, I've said before, this is not a work where I'm trying to convince anyone of anything. 
the Lord gave me a commission. He spoke to me in the year 2012 and began to tell me, you will be a witness for me. You will record the things that I say. And I have been faithfully recording them. No matter where I live, I keep the Lord's record because he said, keep a faithful witness for me. In 2019, the Lord spoke to me and said, it is time to publish these things abroad. And I was hesitant. Why was I hesitant? Not because I'm afraid so much, but because I know from personal experience, just from sharing in private conversation and one-on-one -on -one Christian fellowship, how people take the particular types of prophetic words that I have been given. I have not been given an easy commission. I am not here to tell you that great times are coming. I am not here, you, here to tell you, get ready, get ready, get ready. Your blessing is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. The bride of your life is coming. The things that I have received are heavy. They cause the heart to fail. But brothers and sisters, it is my responsibility first and foremost to honor God. And the way we honor God is by carrying out exactly his commission. If God has a blueprint in heaven, me, Celestial, my life's hope is that I will follow that blueprint. And when I meet him, when he lays his out and places mine upon it, they match. Everybody who knows me in my personal life has heard this analogy before. They laugh because I say it all the time in my salvation. That is my hope. That is my goal. That when he lays out what he wanted and lays out what I did as much as, I won't even say humanly possible, but as much as spiritually possible, they match. So I'm here on this channel to bring forth the truths that God has given me. I'm not here to moderate the comment section. I'm not here to have to go back and forth with people going, this is not of God. If you feel these things are not of God, I'm not going to say anything else except you need to find the place where the Lord is speaking to you, how you want to accept it. God has often told me to share an origin story. He doesn't call it an origin story. I call it an origin story. We see origin stories in the Bible where when a person is particularly selected by God and there's a commission upon them, there's always an origin story. An example of this would be King David. We know the story of how David was with the sheep and Samuel came all the way out there, tested all the sons and could not find the one upon whom the hand of the Lord to be Israel's leader was resting. And Samuel made this declaration and said, I will not sit down, nor will I eat food until you bring the eighth son here. When they brought David, immediately the Lord spoke and said, this is the one, anoint him. That's David's origin story. The Lord specifically put the mantle on him to be king of Israel, and he carried it out as best he could. Another popular origin story can be found in the story of Samson. I shared in a video and I said that when a baby is born, God does not look as we do and see only a helpless infant, blind and silent, needing breast care and family care. God sees all the things that that man or woman will do. This is very often why God is able to speak to a prophet and tell that person from the womb, I knew you, from the womb, I called you. 
Most of the prophets in the Bible have an origin story. Usually, it's only one sentence and it says, Isaiah, the son of so-and-so. Ezekiel, the son of so-and-so. John the Baptist's origin story is very clear in the Gospels. His parents were told all the things that he would do before he was conceived. His father was told everything that John would do for the Lord. Samson's parents were told the same thing. Hannah, who conceived Samuel, was not told anything about her son. Hannah simply labored for the child and said, I will give him to God when he comes. And when Samuel was made a gift to God, God decided that Samuel would be fashioned into one of the greatest prophets that had ever lived. I'm giving these examples for one reason. Brothers and sisters, there's an unholy fascination with the prophetic in this nation. There's an unholy fascination to cede your responsibility to seek God, to study God's word, and to prepare yourself for the time of the end that is coming. And people are handing over this responsibility to men and women that they find on the internet. Now, some people out there might be thinking, what is she doing? She's cutting herself off at the, at the knees. She'll lose subscribers. I've never promoted this channel. I've never put it anywhere on social media. I've never put it anywhere or even paid Facebook to say, please pump up my channel. I've always said to God, bring who you will. And the only thing I ask is let them have a willing heart to hear these words, not for my sake, brothers and sisters, but for yours. See me on this channel. I already accept and believe everything that I'm saying. I already know it's the truth. God doesn't have to say anything else to convince me. He speaks to me and I believe him. The person who is left with the responsibility to test what you hear here, the person who is left with the responsibility to be less fascinated with who I might be and to be more fascinated with how can you really come to an acceptance of what you hear here? How can you grab and wrestle your fear until it stops short-circuiting you? How can you come to the place where you absorb what you hear, fold it into the omelet of your life, and allow it to minister to you so that you prepare? This is not an American channel. This is a channel for everyone who desires to hear the Lord's voice, believe what he is saying, and basically prepare. Many send me email and ask me, New York City is very dangerous. How are you preparing? How are you prepping? So let me share what I always say in the writings. I am preparing by building my faith. Brothers and sisters, if you do not build your faith for the times that we are going into, it doesn't matter how much ammo you, you, you prepare with. It doesn't matter how many cans of food you save. It doesn't matter if you do not prepare your soul to be very stoic. If you do not work on the nine fruits of the spirit, which is that your love should not fail you now. Your joy should not fail you now. You should not allow the enemy or the spirit of fear to rob you of your peace. If you do not prepare with endurance, if you don't play this test game of 
No matter what they do to me, God, don't allow me to deny your name. Then it doesn't matter what you put in your pantry. It doesn't matter what you stock in the attic. The true riches are still missing and you will not be able to withstand the advent, which means the rise of the beast system. You will not be able to resist Antichrist and the things that he will do. Which brings me to another topic. I was reading Matthew 24 before I started this video, just trying to prep my soul for what I was going to say. There are many people in this nation and around the world who think that rapture is an escape hatch. I'm not going to speak to the type of theology you've been taught or what you subscribe to. I'm only going to say to you that if you've actually read Matthew 24 and you say you understand it, then you might try to help me understand why you think that not only here in America, where it's very widely believed that God is so much reckless love that he's never going to allow the church in the United States to be tested. All the time I see it on social media. See you in the clouds, brother. I even see scarier things like people saying, March 2021, we go home. I hope you're talking about your home in Delaware or Ohio because you're definitely not talking about the home in the sky. Jesus was very clear. Whatever language he was speaking in that time, it was translated into English for our edification. They asked him, Lord, tell us what are the signs of the times. Let me go there. Tell us when these things will be, Lord. Now, Jesus is talking to people that we all know are dead now. But yet he peculiarly keeps using the word you. If Jesus is saying you to Peter and to John and James, Mark and Luke, he was their God. He knew that they would all pass away. So Jesus knew he was talking to people who would not be alive at the time his words came to pass. Here are some of the things he said. You're going to have famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. And nations will rise against one another and kingdoms will fight against one another. And we've been seeing that before I was born anyway. He says these things are the beginning of sorrows. So the beginning of sorrows will be like when a woman is going into labor and she begins to get those first contractions, the one that let her know that the time is coming. And we've seen those contractions. Those things have been happening for years. But then he says, they'll deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all the nations for my sake. Now, Christians have not yet entered into that time. Christianity is still allowed to express itself, even though it is persecuted in some nations. But all the nations do not hate us. You get to go and buy your Starbucks. I get to go and buy mine. I don't actually drink Starbucks. Overrated. But nobody's hating you for your faith. We're still having huge conferences and, and worship concerts. And we're still expressing our faith, our faith freely in many places. So this verse has not been fulfilled. But Jesus is saying here that nations will hate you, deliver you to tribulation, and kill you. He says false prophets will rise up and deceive many people. He says lawlessness will abound and the love of many will grow cold. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has used this verse, Matthew 24 and 12. Lawlessness abounding, love of many growing cold. And as explains to me that the children of people, especially here in the United States, will become very hardened. And it is those children who will hand their parents over to the beast system. 
If the rapture is going to take you away from this, whose children are going to hand over their parents who are Christians? Who are those children belonging to believers who, when the beast arises and begins to give an escalating reward, if you report or actually give a tip that leads to the capture of a real Christian, just like in the book, Fahrenheit 451, where every time you, you gave a tip that led to the capture of somebody who actually owned physical books against the law, you were rewarded. Who do you think Jesus was warning here since Peter, James, John, and the rest of them would already be dead? He was talking to us. He who endures to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination of desolation that Daniel the prophet spoke of, run away to the mountains. If you're gone in the rapture, who is Jesus talking to? If you've already flown away, Maranatha, who is he telling that the abomination will rise? And if you read the word abomination of desolation, whose kingdom is that abomination associated with? Is it not associated with the kingdom of the Antichrist, the beast, the false prophet? The Lord has said to me, and this is his peculiar way with me. I think he does it so that I will stand firm no matter what. Because if I crumble, I will be unable to do the work and execute the commission that I've been given. And so the Lord is my backbone and the Lord is my calm and the Lord is my peace, my shelter in the storm. He will give me something terrifying. And then this is the way he chooses to close it. You will see this with your own eyes, celestial. These are not my eyes in rapture. These are the two eyes looking back at you today. Many prophetic words that I have put on the master's voice. The Lord closes them by saying, you will see this with your eyes. If I see that with my eyes, it means that it will be performed on this physical earth upon which I dwell along with you in my lifetime. Go to the housetop. Don't take anything. Run away. This verse correlates with a scripture and a prophecy that is on the blog entitled Wilderness. In that prophecy, I saw many, many Americans fleeing to the hills. They ran there, not because of the beast in the Antichrist. Not only that, they ran there because their own government went rogue on them. Their own government began to persecute them and do so many things that have no place in constitutional hierarchy that they ran to the wilderness. They were not all Christians that ran there. They ran there because the government was the biggest thug and bully within these borders. And I saw people die there because they have no idea how to live in the wilderness. It was a very grave prophecy. You should go to the blog and read it. Normally, I do not speak of the prophetic words until it's time to make the video. But I'm making this video because I can see there is a huge disconnect between reality in the United States and what the Lord says is going to come here. People are laboring under many false 
beliefs here, false beliefs that have been taught to them in church, false beliefs that are being greatly stoked like fuel on the fire by people who just pop up on the internet and keep telling you, oh, we're going into our best season and, and the Lord appeared to me with 17 angels and spoke to me last night. Okay. There's a huge disconnect between the things that are coming and the understanding of the American people. This nation believes that she will not see hardship. The unsaved people aren't even thinking about the things I'm saying here. They're out there and living their best lives. But the church believes that she will not see hardship. She believes she will not see testing. She believes that she is so loved of the Lord that typhoons can hit the Philippines and wash their babies away, but not her babies, not the American babies. No way. I have a prophecy on the blog, sepulchers. A sepulcher is an ancient word for a grave that is carved out of stone. It's very hard to carve a grave out of stone. That word is letting you know how hard will be the death that comes here. It is a death that will precede any concept of rapture. It is a death that will come here not only when the beast system rises, the Lord says it will come here because of man-made diseases, bioweapons that are released in the population. And in particular, I saw multiple tiny coffins, children, casualties of the wickedness of man against man. I've said on this channel that I will stand for the Lord if it's the last thing I do. God is not to be blamed for the outplay of wickedness that is in the hearts of people. God is not to be blamed that America has such a huge lineups of what I will call Dr. Deaths. Men and women who have exalted themselves above the populace and have decided to play God. And they have decided they will be the ones to cut down the population. They will decide who lives and who dies. And so they will play God here. Many will lose their lives, whether they deserve to or not, because of bioweapons bio used in this place. The word of the Lord is sure here. And the way you test it is not by looking at my face to see if I've tr I look trustworthy or not. It's by taking the word that you hear here, because you will find its mirror here. When the Lord gives me the word, he always gives me scripture. And yet still people come. How much time do we have? How would I know? Take the prophetic word and go and test it before the Lord. Many things that God has said to me, I'm doing my best to share it. And so I'm going to cut this video off and I'm going to say simply this. To get the best use out of the prophetic blog, The Master's Voice, and the best use out of this channel, when you use the YouTube, please adjust your settings wherever they are. Go to the very first video I made and watch them through. There are people who come here and say, you took too long to get to the dream. Took too long to explain this. I'm moving on. Brother, sister. Please go to where they're doing patty cake. If that is where you need to be, this channel is for people who have 
decided to buy the truth and sell it not. This is for people who love themselves and their families enough to watch these videos as a family and understand what God is saying and begin to dig into this word, which is the only place that you can grow, strengthen, and mature faith. You cannot mature your faith by watching people on YouTube. You cannot mature your faith by following the, the truther channels, helpful though they are. You cannot mature your faith by prepping or by polishing your guns. The only place that faith matures is on your knees before the, before the Lord God, asking him, Father, grant me courage that I will not deny your name. No matter where we are in this world, everything is going to culminate in one place, and that is in the beast system. And if you deny Christ in that system, it doesn't matter what you do after that. There is no after that for you or for me. Make your election sure. That is all that matters. So thank you. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. God bless you. And I will be back with another video, an actual prophecy this time. I just felt strongly in my heart that this was necessary. Watch the videos from the beginning to the most recent one. I answer many things in these videos. And because the Lord is the one who told me how to make them in order, if you watch them in order, many of your questions will be answered and you will come to your own understanding of whether these things are true, whether they be so or not. That's up to you. On the blog, though, it's a little bit different. The topics are all mixed up. So it's good to actually use the banner tags or to use the search box and search for things by themes. And then you can read um, what the Lord has said. So God bless you. And um, thank you for visiting. Thank you for sharing the videos. Thank you for uh, your, your material support. I appreciate it very much. Those of you who decide to um, support this ministry with a gift. Um, God bless you, and I'll see you again soon.